Hello, listeners. Avery here. Happy Halloween. It's the season of ghosts and goblins, and the holidays are really getting into full swing. If you're feeling more nervous about your holiday calendar than you are about any haunted house, we've got you. We're offering a special holiday edition deep dive into boundary setting to help you have a holiday season that's more intentional and enjoyable and less frenzied and frantic. We hope you'll join us. Check out our website for more details. That's badassmethod.com, B-A-D-A-S-S-M-E-T-H-O-D.com. Can't wait to see you there. Welcome to Inspiration from the Couch. I'm Avery. I'm Jamie. And I'm Lucy. We are psychologists and moms. Join us as we discuss what we've figured out, what we've yet to figure out, and what there's just no figuring out. It's sure to be fun, and you may be inspired along the way. So today we're going to talk about comfort zones. We're going to talk about what they are, what keeps us from going out of our comfort zones, what happens when we don't go out of our comfort zones, and what can happen if we do. So let's start just what is a comfort zone? When you guys think of the word comfort zone, like what do you think that is? Like when I think of comfort, I think of like warm and safe and like familiar, like things that I think of like routine and structure, like all of that feels like good comfort zone stuff. Totally, totally. Yeah, the same. Just comfort. Yeah, comfort. (laughs) Just kind of doing things the way that you've always done them, having things to kind of be reliable. Yeah, like kind of easy. Easy, It's what you're used to. consistent. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 How do you feel about comfort zones? When you think about being, staying in your comfort zone, how do you feel about that? Any feelings that come up for you? I think it can be a really nice place to be. Yeah. Right? So once again, this feeling of familiarity, of safety, kind of you know what to expect. So I think that's like the pro. And then I think sometimes... It can feel a little boring. Yeah. And like, or like a little bit of like, you're doing the same thing over and over and over again. So a little bit of like drudgery, maybe. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I feel like we kind of played like, I don't know, like jump rope with comfort zones during COVID. Cause on one hand, like we did very little to get out of our comfort zones. Like so much of our travel, so much of our things, like new experiences were canceled, but also things like having to find new technology and new ways to do sessions were super hard. So it was like, I don't know, but I felt like that was more of like an exhausting, stressful kind of out of comfort zone experience versus this idea that like sometimes stepping out of comfort zones can be fun and kind of exciting. But I love that thinking too. Maybe we'll get to this later, but of like you use jump roping, but like a, like a push and pull with it, right? Because I think if we try to get too much out of our comfort zone at once and too many areas, like that can be overwhelming. But if we like don't do it enough, that can feel kind of stagnant. Totally. So there's like this push and pull. Push and pull. That we're doing. Exactly. So what kinds of messages do we get about staying in our comfort zones, going out of our comfort zones? Any messages that you guys have received? One of the things that we're trying to do with our new business, yeah. I mean, we've had a lot of opportunity to get outside of our our comfort zones. And it's it's nice to be able to do it with the two of you because it doesn't feel as threatening Scary. and as uncomfortable. But I think it just seems like over the last few years, maybe the last decade or so, there's just been such this emphasis on like pushing yourself yeah. and being it all and yep. doing everything that you can and get uncomfortable and no progress is made unless you're stepping outside of that. And I'm like, Ooh, I mean, I don't mind that sometimes, of course. I mean, you know, we can't always be comfortable all the time, but at the same time, like this, this drive, which 
really emphasizes, I feel like, a lot of productivity and competition and achievement and all of that kind of stuff is, I don't know, I, I just feel like it's kind of an icky message to me. Totally. I was looking up kind of this, like, what messages are out there about comfort zones. It gets pretty dark out there, like in the land of inspirational <laughs> quotes around comfort zones. I'll read you a couple. Okay, yes. If you like. I mean, so there's this one, life begins at the end of your comfort zone, which, okay, maybe. Great <laughs> So things. like what's happening when you're in your comfort right. zone. Death, <laughs> not life. I don't know. <laughs> I the know. ultimate comfort is death. death. I mean, oh, we're getting there. Right. Um, oh, oh, oh. Great things never came from comfort zones. Which I just don't Who agree with. That? I don't and know. Why? These are just like inspirational uh, quotes just in yeah, the ether. Yeah. yeah. And then my least favorite, the comfort zone is nothing else but a graveyard for your <laughs> dreams and ideas. <laughs> I'm like, holy shit. It's so a bad like, rap. I don't know. It's comfort just there. and ease get really bad rap. They oh do. Apparently. So I kind of just, I think we're all kind of saying the same thing. Like, I disagree that comfort zones are all bad. Right. right. Yeah. I think that there are a lot of benefits of comfort zones. There are a lot of things that we kind of get. Good things happen for us sometimes in our comfort zones. So like one thing, I think there is something to having a routine. If I had to reinvent the wheel every morning, like it'd take me an hour to get through my shower. Like if I was like, wait, do I wash my hair and then I mean, like you have to have routines, which I, to me is a big part of my comfort zone. It's like, why am I like, I totally ascribe to this belief that like just because we've always done it this way, it isn't a good enough reason to keep doing it this way. But sometimes it is. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it works, right? Like I've always, you know, washed my hair this way, always gets clean. Like why, you know, fix it if it's not broken. What are some other things that come from like benefits from like staying in your comfort zone? Well, and I think of, of like parenting and child raising, right? So children thrive when they can have structure and stability, which is what I think of like a comfort mm -hmm. zone. And mm -hmm. once again, that there's a dialectic with this, right? So we have to have the comfort zone and ultimately we want some like discomfort too, but I totally. feel like that there's like, if it was all discomfort and no comfort zone, like I don't even think your dreams would happen. I don't no. whatever the quotes promise. I think your dreams and ideas may die there too. Right. Maybe great <laughs> yard. <laughs> exactly. So dark. So yes, yeah, so I, I was kind of reading around like the internet and, and there are a couple of things that, which I really like. And I think what you're touching on too, is that, Children do well when there's not a lot of risk, when they're allowed to kind of feel confident, when things are predictable, reliable. And I think we all kind of do well with that. And there's kind of this like this, what I talk to parents about a lot is wanting to be kind of that safe place for your kids to land, right? That they can go out in the world and do these things, maybe pushing their comfort zone. But at home, you want it to be a place where they feel confident, safe. It's kind of, it can be like a bit rejuvenating when it yep. kind of come back and like, get comfortable again to be able to kind of go back out and stretch your wings. And so, and I think also there's some parts of it that's, it's nice to like have things that you know how to do. I mean, like that confidence drawing on your own experience, all of us have been in private practice for a long time. And there's something really refreshing about doing therapy because it feels we can feel confident there. We can feel we're drawing on this experience. Yeah, I think there's a certain level of comfort with mastery. Totally. You know, like when you master, 100%. you know, when you when you master something or you feel competent at it. I mean, I think that that's a that's a great thing. It definitely 100%. helps with mood. I mean, 100%. that's one of the things that we talk about when folks are struggling with depression. You need to do something for fun and pleasurable, and you need to do something for mastery. Totally. Yeah, and I think like once you've got something down, you can feel good about it. And sort of to y'all's point about what we're providing. 
for kiddos as far Mm -hmm. as safety, stability, security, that sort of thing. The more that they feel secure, the more likely you're able to actually go out and take risks and explore. Totally. So having a nice, solid base is, I think, kind of what we're talking about. Like, whether it's a base of experience, like you you have these places where you feel mastery and you can kind of draw on that experience to feel, you know, knowledgeable, to feel like you have this record of success, to feel confident. Also minimizing risk. Like if you were going to push the comfort zone in every other way, like maybe make risky investments with your time and effort, and energy, they can feel a little overwhelming, a lot overwhelming. So I think kind of having this like soft, safe comfort zone in which to land can be really important. Yeah. But, you know, routine can be really nice. It can be really soothing. It can be kind of predictable, but too much routine can kind of get boring, right? Like when we fall into that, like, I think about like the same shit, different day syndrome, that like groundhog day. I especially think about this during the newborn days where it was like, Mm -hmm. this is exhausting Mm -hmm. and hard and I'm doing the same fucking thing every day. Like, so there is that like routine piece that can feel really limiting like monotonous monotonous Mm -hmm. that's a great word yeah and it doesn't feel so much comfortable as it can feel constraining yeah totally that's a big difference there totally how am i feeling in this comfort zone is it do i feel like i'm it's more suffocating to me that's a great point Mm -hmm. correct yeah yeah Yeah, is it comfortable or constraining i love that Mm -hmm. and i think kind of going back to the pandemic experience i think that especially during the shutdowns, we all kind of had this desire for new, like novelty, just like we were all, I mean, I know for me, I was going on the same walk in the same neighborhood. I mean, sometimes I would drive to a different neighborhood so I could walk in it, but like there was some need for novelty that we had during that time. I think that's where a lot of these, ourselves included, like entrepreneurial ventures have popped up is there was like kind of that need for new, a need for something beyond the comfort zone. And so what are some cons, would you say, of just staying in your comfort zone? What would be some reasons not to only live in your comfort zone? You said if it was constraining. Yeah, I mean, I think constraining and, you know, I'm, I'm kind of thinking when we get to that particular point, like where it's boring, it's constraining, are those sort of the motivating kind of feelings that will get us to move outside of our comfort zone to do like what you were saying, Avery, you know, seek things that are novel or new Mm -hmm. or might challenge us just a little bit. Are those feelings, are they like part of the motivation to be able to do some of that? Mm -hmm. And I think part of it too is like, often we don't have a choice. Like life will put us out of our Mm -hmm. comfort Mm -hmm. zone, like on its own, right? So we better be prepared for how to to navigate that. Because sometimes sometimes we may intentionally choose to do that, but Mm -hmm. sometimes life chooses us. Correct. Correct. And so intentionally trying to only stay in your comfort zone could really keep you from this opportunity of like making your comfort zone bigger. Yeah. And so like, or if like responding effectively to, right. to life when it happens. Right. right. And so, yeah. So when you're, if you're only doing the things that you've always done before, you're not learning anything new. You're not giving yourself the opportunity to make your comfort zone larger then you're probably kind of holding back. I mean, this idea of like no risk, no reward. You know, if I'm I'm not doing anything to kind of push myself or stretch or learn or grow, then then I may become stagnant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what makes it so hard to get outside of comfort zones? What does hold us back? Like it's uncomfortable. Yeah. 
Comfort zones are comfortable. <laughs> right. It's uncomfortable to push yourself, right? Yeah. It can be scary to do things differently. Yeah. I think a lot of anxiety can come up if you're trying something new, if you're trying to take a risk, all of that, because it is unknown because it's an totally. uncertain thing, whatever it is that you're trying to risk. If you haven't done it before, if it's not comfortable for you, then sure. Yeah. It's going to cause some other, other sorts of emotions, thoughts and feelings are going to come up. 100%. 100%. I think I've often had like these reasons to not push myself out of a comfort zone. Like, well, I'll wait until. And there's this story, I think it's kind of flying around the internet, but it's about a man who wanted to take this like ride down the Grand Canyon, but you had to be a certain weight to ride on the, I don't know, mule or donkey or whatever down the Grand Canyon. I don't know. But basically he never got down to that weight. So he never mm -hmm. did it. Where there may have been other ways, like he could have maybe taken a four wheeler or gone for a hike, like kind of this idea of like we have, I think, in mind so often, or I do, I will say that I will do this when or when I'm ready. We hear about, I think, a lot of like, well, we'll have children when we're ready or I'll change my job once my finances are in a better order mm -hmm. or I'll do this when. And I think, I don't know, maybe maybe it's my age, maybe it was a COVID experience, but I'm, I'm kind of realizing that. I don't like to be held back by that anymore, mm -hmm. of like the waiting until. And I'm much more, I mean, maybe this is middle age, of like this kind of now or never. Like yeah. I'm never going to be as healthy, as young. Right, we're on the downhill. I gotta get that. I mean, if I've got working legs, I better go. Right, like, yeah, yeah. I don't know what's gonna happen to Get tomorrow. out of that comfort graveyard. Get right. out of it, because right. the grave's really coming it's for you. <laughs> but yeah, I do think that, that really like dropping those things of like, oh, I need to clear this hurdle before and being able to take that step back. I mean, certainly there are hurdles sometimes that you do have to clear in order to go to the next thing, but sometimes we throw those things up our own. They're more like BS. We can right. like call BS on ourselves. Totally. Yeah, totally. So I'm going to hear about some times that you guys have like stepped outside of your comfort zone. So like what motivated you to do it? How'd you feel before, during, or after? Anything you've learned? Most of my comfort zone stuff throughout my life has been physical things. Okay. So the podcast that aired a few weeks ago, I talked about snorkeling and that was getting out of my comfort zone in a big way, mm. doing races, running half marathons and that sort of thing. That was also very much outside of my comfort mm. zone. I hadn't run a block <laughs> before I started training for that. And that definitely, there was a big learning curve around that. So lots of physical stuff really for mm. me will push me trying new things. Yeah. I'm thinking even the past few weeks that so we decided to move our younger daughter to a new school. Right. And so I think for me, like newness can breed discomfort and it's mm -hmm. out of your comfort zone. Right. So anything from having to like learn a new carpal system. Right. So I'm the type to like prepare for new and change and discomfort. Like I do a little bit of like, okay, let me look at the carpal map. Which way am mm -hmm. I supposed to be going? Like, let me gather some information to try to like calm and soothe and like make it a little more comfortable. But that's entailed, you know, not only carpal, but like reaching out to new people, like, you know, learning new systems, dealing with my daughter's difficult feelings around it all. So mm -hmm. a lot of like discomfort has come with that big change. Yeah. I think one way that I'm stepping outside of my comfort zone recently is with our new business. This mm -hmm. like kind of outward facing like marketing. I mean, Jamie and I were on TV, which is way the hell yeah. out of my comfort zone. <laughs> and just like putting myself out there. I mean, both like my face and my body, I mean, like kind of showing myself to the world. I think for a lot of my life, I felt 
like I needed to keep myself small, both in a literal sense of like at a smaller size in my body, but also small and like not taking up too much space in a more like metaphorical sense. And, and I think that's one of the major hurdles is like, well, I will do that when I lose weight. I will do that when I look a certain way. I will do that. And now I'm like, well, what if I just, you know, could embrace it? I mean, even when we were on TV show, what mm-hmm. if I could feel like a badass and feel confident in my skin just the way I am? And I think that's a huge hurdle where I did call bullshit on myself mm-hmm. of like, oh, you know what? Actually, you don't have to do that. That's not actually a hurdle. Like, we have to have a PhD to be able to call ourselves a doctor of psychology. Like you, there's certain hurdles that you have to, we have to have a program to be able to sell a program, but there are certain hurdles that like, I think we just kind of throw right in our way and we can just get cleared. Yep. They can get cleared out of the way. So I love that idea of like noticing when I'm having that feeling like, Oh, I need to wait until to say, okay, do I like, or, or do I really have to wait? So like so many other things, it's a real balancing act, right? We need some normalcy, and we need some new. So how do you guys balance? I think about all of us. I mean, you with your daughter in a new school, all three of us doing this new project. I think we are kind of in this, like wanting to balance some comfortable routines and then also the stepping out of our comfort zones. So how do you guys do that? It can be hard. I think it can feel sometimes like, <laughs> like that's a good question. Right. Yeah. Like, is it a, should we bring in an expert? Yeah. yeah right. I know, I know. Right. Cause I don't know. Sometimes I don't know that it's a very like conscious decision or choice for me like I just kind of with some of the new stuff like for example you know like submitting a pitch for the tv I just did it mm-hmm. I tried not to think too much about More of like it. a leap then look kind yeah of situation. It, it was it was kind of like all right I'm gonna leap into this I'm gonna leap into this I mean the worst thing that could happen is they would tell us no or worse than that maybe is if we you know showed up to TV and my dress fell off or, you know, I don't know, fell out of the chair. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, is that likely? No. And yes, no, that, that didn't happen. Maybe I should say it, it should so that people will tune in. But, um, <laughs> but, but no. Watch Jamie take a dive on the floor. <laughs> but no, I mean, so yeah, some of it is a little bit more of a, a leap for me. Like if I am spending too much time thinking about it rather than actually doing it, that will be a barrier that I will put up for myself. Mm. I'll talk myself out of it. And, you know, to your question about like the balance between as I'm taking leaps and doing these new things, you know, I don't like turn my life upside down. The other stuff stays the same, how I've typically done it, or I'll do something that's kind of comforting or something that's rejuvenating or whatever for me to kind of help me settle as I'm doing new stuff. Yeah. It's always really helpful for me to remind myself of like, this is just how discomfort feels. Like when you get out of your comfort zone, like Mm -hmm. you're going to feel anxious. It's going to be a little exhausting. You might be tapped out, right? There's going to be that sense of like unfamiliar and that that's just normal. So I think like normalizing that experience and reminding myself like it's just something new. It's not going to last forever. Mm -hmm. That can be a really useful reframe around Mm -hmm. it. I'm kind of picking up that you don't have to like solve it. No. Like I don't have to do more. I can just like know, yep, this is the way life works. Yeah. And Jamie, to your point, like how do you also hold this other side of, okay, here's still what's consistent. Here's what's the totally. same. Here's what's familiar. Mm-hmm. Right. And can I maybe like lean a little more into that a little more mm-hmm. intentionally to help kind of ground and settle? Yeah. I think in my younger years, I was more sometimes like of the like burn the ships kind of mentality of like, I'm going to go try a new job and do this with them I and like mm-hmm. kind of change a lot of things at once. And and sometimes that's exciting. And, and the way that life works, right, is that you have a lot of change at once. But I think especially as I'm finding like this new project, that it's really nice and reassuring to have some things that do stay the same and and not feeling like everything deserves the cognitive effort that it requires to do it new. 
to do it differently. Like if this is working good enough for now and I've got 5,000 other things that are new, it's okay. Like yep. just to leave it. Yep. Another thing that really this idea of balance is I think staying in our comfort zones really can make us very rigid because I think one thing that makes comfort zones comfortable is predictability. Mm -hmm. But life, as you were pointing out, Lucy, is not predictable. There's going to be something that happens that pushes you out of your comfort zone. And so if you exist kind of with this belief that the only reason I'm making it through is because everything's predictable and it's going to be exactly the same way tomorrow as it was yesterday, that's a pretty rigid way to go through life because that's just not the way life works. But that kind of, we've talked about this in other podcasts, this like openness and curiosity of like, I wonder how this new school is going to pan out. I wonder how this TV appearance is going to pan out. It's probably not going to be as bad as the worst case I'm coming up with. There may be some things that are unpredictable that I didn't think were going to happen, but kind of that openness, I do think that exists kind of at the edge of our comfort zone of like, huh, I wonder how this is going to go. Well, to make space for all of those feelings, because often when we get out of our comfort zone, there can be excitement with that, right? Or kind of this like, ooh, what's ahead, right? When you can tap into the curiosity and openness and excitement, how do we make space for that not to be crowded out by like the fear or anxiety or desire to control or overwhelm or whatever else might crowd it out? Totally. And I think as we do that more, like kind of like what we've been talking about with that kind of anxious avoidance cycle, that when you try more new, you get more feedback that new doesn't always have to be scary, Mm -hmm. that new doesn't always have to go poorly, that there's sometimes maybe it will, sometimes maybe it won't, but that you'll probably live to see the, the next day no matter what. And like kind of having that newness in your day to day can kind of free you up and kind of not make you like foreclose on if it's new, it's bad. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So kind of thinking about like, do try this at home. If we're going to kind of think about what could be a strategy or what could be something to try at home. One thing I'm kind of thinking about is like prioritizing. Like if I'm really pushing myself outside of my comfort zone in one way to be okay with keeping routines and other aspects of my life that I don't have to like burn the ship, so to speak. Mm -hmm. I can say, hey, this is working okay. And I only have so much capacity for new. This other thing that I really like is really important to me is getting my new. I'm going to leave, I'm going to leave some other stuff Ah. the same. Kind of being intentional about it. Yeah. And kind of balancing that discomfort to comfort and letting there be a reasonable ratio between. Totally. Mm -hmm. Totally. What about you guys? Yeah, I would say pay attention to like where your comfort zones are. And is it truly comforting? Does it truly feel like, ah, you know, kind of that relief Mm. and being there? Or does it feel like more stuck in the mud? I love that. (laughs) I love that. So kind of like which ones work for you, which ones get in the way. Yeah. Love Mm -hmm. that. I think that's really important. When I think to piggyback onto that, Jamie, I think that sometimes something feels comfortable, but it's like we shouldn't land there because that comfort is a way to like avoid anxiety. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? And so how do we also be mindful of that dynamic of where am I really avoiding something else Mm. that's maybe important to me? Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Love that. All right. Well, I think that's going to do it for us today. We really appreciate you tuning in. Thank you for joining us for this episode. Subscribe to Inspiration from the Couch wherever you access your podcasts. We always welcome your feedback. Visit us on our website at inspirationfromthecouch.com. Thank you.